Warning, this episode may have strong content and crude language. Hey, you guys! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! What's podcast freshers? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Yo, yo, it is the second episode of I Am Your Podcast. I'm Beth and I'm here with my bomb diggity co-host, Blue. So How you doing? Good, babes. How are you? I'm good. We are going to be talking about the amazing Marvel TV show, What If. Yeah. So, spoilers, if you have not watched the first episode, that is what we're going to be talking about. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Yeah. Again, last call for spoilers. If you're listening past this point and you haven't seen it, <laughs> that's on you, buddy. That's that it. On. Pause it, watch it, come, come back, back to us. Yeah. All right. So can we just dive right in and say that they kicked it off with an epic episode? Absolutely. I mean, you're going back to the first adventure and it's kicking it off with a full, full powerful female lead. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Flipped it on its head. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright does a sick voice of uh, narrating this. Oh, he does. As the Watcher. I am the Watcher. I observe all that transpires here. I do not, cannot, will not interfere. I love that through the episodes that we've seen so far, he's there. Yeah. Yeah, you see him. You see him like in the, like in the sky. In the background, yeah. Forever watching mm. as the Watcher. So cool. What a creep. I love it. It's great. <laughs> he is. He's a creeper. The universe has a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> so starting with the opening, like, first couple minutes, the one thing that really stuck out to me was a quote, which was, where a single choice branches out into multiple realities. Mm. I love that. I felt like that deep in my bones, it yeah. rattled around and it made sense. So that really stuck with me. And while I was pondering that, you get this five-second glimpse of Tommy Lee Jones in animation format. Did you see that? (laughs) Yeah, I did. They nailed that. Like I think you could have just done five seconds of Tommy Lee Jones, not worried about the rest of the episode, and I would have been deeply satisfied. (laughs) It was good. He looked great. He did. The animation is awesome. The animation is amazing. As the watcher points out, Mm. that turning point – of where the first Avenger becomes Peggy Carter and not Steve Rogers is when she decides to stay in that room and not go up to the booth to watch. She stays there. She said, no, I'm going to stay here. And that's how she becomes the first super soldier, right? Yeah. Because obviously she notices if she was, if she was up in the booth, she wouldn't have noticed that guy. Yeah. And stopped him. The spy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Or tried to stop him, I should say. Um, Obviously, in turn, Steve gets shot. There was pressure. They had yeah, to do it quickly. It. Before was it... like, nah, you got to get in there. You got to do it now. Obviously, you know, the, the colonel was like, you should not do this. But she did it anyway. Yep. 
Because let's face it, females, we don't need no man telling us what we can and cannot do. Especially back in those days. I, I understand that it is a different world that we live in now as to what it was back then. Every episode that we've watched so far has touched on a very strong subject. And this yes. one was, I think, sexism for sure. Hands down. The sexism is summed up though when Colonel Flynn says, I was supposed to get a super soldier or whatever and instead I get a girl. Yeah. It's just like, asshole. I was ready to punch him. I, I'm actually, I thought it was so cool that, that you know, Peggy didn't do anything. Like she just, I mean, she, you know, she obviously stood up for herself, but she didn't punch him. She could have. She could have destroyed him. I know. She could have sneezed on him and blown him into the next fucking room. <laughs> like, That's it. Use those powers for good, girlfriend. Good for you. Females disappointing men since the time of the apple and the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Let's touch base on Peggy Carter, though. So not only did we love her in the TV series, we loved her in the Marvel movies. She is a phenomenal character. She's such a strong character. But what I loved most about the animation is they've obviously got to make her look strong. Yeah. And at the same time, they didn't make her look horrendously Hulk. Yeah. And they didn't make her look too too, um, dainty and feminine at the same time. Because most of the time, if you go back through history of animations and you've got a strong female, for instance, let's look at like Wonder Woman, right? So Wonder Woman's meant to be extremely strong, but she is dainty. She looks dainty. But they gave Peggy Curves. They gave her muscle mass. They gave her shoulders bigger than my inspirations. And she <laughs> fucking rocked it. I loved it. So I, I thought that was really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It was realistic. Yeah. Hells yeah. She looked amazing. Epic costume. I loved how they changed that to obviously suit her. I would, I dare say that is better than uh, Captain Rogers' costume. Just putting it out there. I loved it. A little bit more of a standout. And then... Heading back to Steve Rogers, who was originally meant to be the first obvious Avenger. Yeah. His character didn't change. He remained that scrawny little twat in a nice way, but his character was very soft, very true, yeah. very true to him. He didn't change at all. No. And his he opinion didn't lose of his her. Eff- essence. No, no. His opinion of her obviously didn't change. He was such a pure little cinnamon that you just want to wrap up in a blanket oh my God. and look after him. He was just so cute. And then becoming flying around in like what do they call it? The flying the hydra, hydra stomper. Yeah, the flying Buick. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> like when that ship came out, it just it was insane. It uh, had Stark written yeah. all over it. It was absolutely beautiful. And I love that they 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 gave him something as well. Mm. Like it wasn't just oh well, you know, Peggy Carter is is you know Captain America. Well. You know, they they kept Steve Rogers there. And that love was still there too. It was so yeah. beautiful the way they interacted with one another and it, yeah. it didn't change. Even though the roles were re- reversed, they still had that real care for one another and it wasn't to do with their, you know, their body type or, you know. Their job. Yeah, What absolutely. they look like. Their status. Yeah, that's it right. Was, it was deep soul connection. Even that quote, you, maybe you haven't found the right partner. Yeah, that was With the cute. dance. Oh, so good. Mind you, <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, she ain't going to make it, man. <laughs> she ain't going to make it to that dance. You disappointed her. <laughs> She's going to disappoint you. Mm. How kick-ass was the ambush on the cars? 
So cool. She just went nuts. And I loved it how excited she was at the fact she was kicking ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, be fucking proud of yourself, girl. She was, it was epic. <laughs> that ambush scene to get the Tesseract, they succeeded, they got it. Mm-hmm. Like, Carter gets that shit done. Oh, hands down. Yeah, and then Howard uses the Tesseract to make the suit that Steve Rogers ends up using. Which is kind of funny because it's almost like he was the first Iron Man in a way. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it begs the question, is Tony Stark just going to be like that playboy philanthropist? Philanthropist. (laughs) (laughs) Philanthropist. Philanthropist. (laughs) Do not include that. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Philanthropist. No. Therant. Thera- <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say it. We've got to use the dictionary. Philanthropist. <laughs> Philanthropist? No. <laughs> Therampul. <laughs> Therampulist. Thelam- <laughs> oh. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. <laughs> I'm just getting worse. Pacific. No. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. <laughs> Phil- Philanthropist. 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 Fuck. Did I get it right that time? I don't know. <laughs> it's all starting to sound really, really weird. Like more weird than it already is. <laughs> it feels like we're not actually saying it right. We're just like, no, this made up word is how you say this made up word. That's right. Oh. Philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what happens to Tony Stark now? Does he become Iron Man 2? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. You know or does the- he find, like, Steve Rogers' suit in the basement and think, I can make this better. Right? Yeah. Well, it was A. Stark that created it. Yeah. So they'd have the blueprints. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. What if? What if, man? What if? <laughs> Philanthropist. There you go. Yeah, you got it, girlfriend. Fucking five years later. Yeah, yeah. How kick-ass is Peggy Carter? Fuck yeah, she is. But no, she is the ultimate badass babe. I want to be her. I want to be like her. We can be like her in some small ways. Well, except for the fact we'd have to go to the gym to get shoulders like that. We're really lazy. (laughs) I don't want to have shoulders like that, though. (laughs) I just want to be... You know, strong on the inside. No, I just I just need the strength to match my boss attitude. That'd be nice <laughs> instead of being all talk and no game. <laughs> the amount of times that people have said to me, the fact that I'm five foot two and they go, oh, I thought you were a lot taller than that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, it must be your personality that just makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> the space kraken. Amazing. Now, you might not know this, but krakens are kind of a thing. We do have a deep love for Krakens. Who ordered the calamari? Yeah, who ordered the calamari? <laughs> Bucky. So oh, good. It's amazing. <laughs> so not only do you have the Kraken of the deep dark sea, but you have the Kraken of the deep space. Sick. It's cool, man. I have to admit, though, that whole end scene, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is how it's going to play out. And I'm watching her push this Kraken back into this wormhole 
while she's looking at Steve and they're going to talk about their dance. It's so sad. They're not going to see each other. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that is that, if that's how she dies, that's pretty sad. But I think they might have missed the fact that, you know, she'd have to breathe in space for a little bit. Mm. All right. Didn't think about that one. No. All right. See, like, I don't know if that's just a flaw or maybe if you have like a more logical explanation, hit me up with it. Mm. But I feel like she was able to breathe in space and then all of a sudden she pops out on the other end mm. in front of Nick Fury, which is cool. Love that. Mm. But overall good episode. Great episode. I, th- I think it was more epic than, you know, obviously the, you know, the big spaceship crashing into Earth and getting frozen and, you know. Yeah. With Steve Rogers in the original reality. Mm. I think it was pretty amazing that it was a Kraken. Yeah. The Kraken won it, definitely. You like chocolate, right? Love chocolate. How about I come at you with some Easter eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Hit me. Come on. Throw them at me. All right. Let's start at the very start of the episode Mm -hmm. when we got the opening introduction of the Marvel Studios logo. It transitions into an animated version of the logo. So you have the original, which is fully grey. Yeah, yeah. And then the animation kind of comes through on the grey. And then it changes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, I did not realise that. All right. If we're looking at the live action Captain uh, Captain America versus Captain Carter animation, there is a fair few similarities that Mm -hmm. I don't know if people have picked up on. I guess it's like that with alternate realities, isn't it? That there is going to be a lot of similarities. Yeah. Because they're the same people, but obviously there's just things that are diff- that have shaped them to be different in that particular reality. Yeah, like the punching bag scene as like prime example. So in the movie you get Steve Rogers Absolutely. taking out his frustration on a punching bag. Yeah. And then Peggy does it in the yeah. animation. Yeah, She's dealing sure. with that sexism behaviour. She's taken out in the punching bag. What I think is funny is how similar Howard and Tony Stark are. So they have like their little humour throughout. And obviously you don't, get, you don't get to see a lot of Howard, so you don't get to see a lot of that humour. But when Howard Stark gave Peggy the box that contains her uniform, there's a little, little, like you probably have to just pause it at the right moment to see it, where it's got Howard's designer clothing on the box. <laughs> That's pretty cute. That that actually really is very um, Tony, isn't it? You it know? is very Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to put your name on it, put it on the box too. This would have to be my favourite Easter egg, right? You ready for this? I'm ready. The Red Skull finds the Tesseract in Tonsberg, Norway. So that happens and it, it happens in Captain America, the first Avenger. With the old dude protecting it. Yes. Yeah. So if we look at Thor's set-up home in New Asgard, which was formerly known as Thornsburg, the same place they found the Tesseract, which started yeah. this whole thing. I love it. It's kind of like cool. an opening and a closure. Yeah, absolutely. A beginning and an end that's looped in. It's absolutely awesome. It's those moments of detail, isn't it, mm. that just make it. Absolutely. Perfect. You know, the the people that make these 
movies, these TV shows, this, you know, this whole universe, they have to get their source material from the original, you know, yeah. from, you know, from those the Stanley, comics. Jack Kirby, like, staff, you know. They've got to look at those illustrations. They've got to look at that writing. They've got to, they've got to get the, the detail mm. and bring it back because so many hardcore fans would be watching this and, and – Going, oh my god, that's so cool! You know, like because these guys are these guys are geeks as well. It's not, you know, that's why they make this stuff. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, how how do we get paid to read comics and refer, <laughs> like, be a reference point? Like, isn't that why we're doing this podcast? <laughs> to maybe to maybe one day, you know, make yeah. money off something that we love. We're putting it. Out we're doing there, guys. well. We're that's right. We're doing it for fun. We're begging early, <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You never know. I love some of the pictures that were thrown around for this show for particular episodes. Like, yeah. what if Spider Man was a real spider? <laughs> <laughs> that I would be it. so freaky. I think the idea they they were thinking that would probably I, be a bit, little bit too grotesque. I'd quit the team. Can you imagine you sign up? You're gonna like actually, I didn't even get an awesome paycheck. Imagine you rock up and you're like, yeah, man, we're gonna save the universe. And then this huge spider comes along. And you're like, no, nope, can't do it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Good luck, bitches. <laughs> nah, but that, that, that's you know, that's very much like uh, you know Harry Potter and uh, Aragog. Aragog. Nah, I reckon if you showed up like the whole time and like even if you tried to suck it up, like I'm not very good with spiders. No, you are not. Good I'm with spiders no, I'm not. And then I'd, there'd be these moments where I just look at my teammate and be like, huh? like, can you imagine <laughs> the spider's confidence? Like I would be sitting down with the like with the Avenger HR going, you can't vomit every time you see that. Uh, nah, can't do it. Nah. Uh, yeah, spiders are a bit gross. A bit, just a little They're bit. Very fucking gross. Here's I'd- a cool one though. Jurassic Park inspired episode. So what if the Avengers were dinosaurs during prehistory? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. I, I'd watch that. I, I would I'd totally be watch that. All uppity on that. What would that look like? So who would be a T-Rex? Probably Captain what? America. Oh no, look, I think a T-Rex would more likely be um the Hulk. Oh yeah. Because like he that. yeah, he doesn't have to put on anything. Bulky. Like yeah, I true. feel like Captain America's got to throw a shield. You can't really do that with like little d- dinosaur arms. And then can you imagine like a little dinosaur <laughs> trying to put on like a... How would he smash though? With his feet. Yeah, with his feet. Because you can't smash. smash with... <laughs> yeah, feet smash. Feet smash. Feet smash. <laughs> feet smash. <laughs> Another episode they were talking about was character crossovers with Star Wars. Oh, God, oh yes. That'd God. be that'd be amazing. That'd be sick as. Can you imagine like Han Solo and Tony Stark in a room together? Oh my god, I love you. I know. Yes, the arrogance level would be like intense. <laughs> we just spent a long period of time talking about a thirty-minute animation. I know. Like we didn't think we'd be here. No, but we're here, so we're either highly invested. Or, as we have probably mentioned earlier, we just really love to talk. Well, that's true too. That was never a debate. No, it was a warning. (laughs) (laughs) Never a debate though, perhaps. (laughs) Never a debate. Hence the reason why we're doing this podcast. But you got us on socials. Hit us up. I am your podcast. For sure. For sure. For shizzle manizzle. 
Oh, God, 90s nostalgia. How are you going over there? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to love you and leave you. So in the meantime, stay creepy. Peace out. Bye. What can I say except you're welcome. (laughs) And thank you. (laughs) Good night.